Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Rhea of the Rhea Relentless Podcast, and today is Monday, February 17th, and this is episode number four of the Rhea Relentless Podcast. So I'm hoping that you've had an opportunity to listen to one, two, and three, Uh, but if not, be sure to do that after you listen to this one as well. So today's topic is the boomerang effect. Uh Uh-huh. So hopefully I piqued your curiosity, but it's the boomerang effect. Also, the confessions of a judgment junkie. So I bet you're wondering how those two go together. Okay, so so first of all, let me thank you for uh, for joining me. I hope that in just a very short period of time, I'm, I'm able to share a little bit, uh, not just a little bit about me, but a, a, a little something that I hope will help you along the way as you go through life. Because it is, it is my belief that we have the ability to live ridiculously amazing lives, and I am engaged in the relentless pursuit of such a life. So that's why I'm here to share with you on this day. So let's get right into it. So outrunning the boomerang, the boomerang effect. So I think we all know what a boomerang is, and, and I don't have much experience with uh, with one. I don't hang out throwing boomerangs an awful lot in Brooklyn, New York. So, you know, just, just wanted to, to put that out there. But I, I do, I must admit, have a lot of experience with judgment. And I am not talking about the kind of judgment where you say, oh, you know, you're exercising sound judgment and making this decision and going this way and that way. No, I'm not talking about that. I, I, and I think maybe you wouldn't be listening to me right now if, you, if I really was talking about that. I'm talking about the more salacious kind of thing. Uh, you know, the, the way that we we look at one another and think the things that we think about one another. Uh, it, I want to say judging one another, but sizing someone up or deciding that they're right or wrong or that they look this way or that way or that they're good mom or not a good mom or a good dad or not a good dad or a good person based on our our criteria, you know, as if we are the arbiter of all things good and evil. So, you know, no place for God in that, but, it, you know, as if we are really the, the, the final word. So you see that in, in, in a lot more, too, now that we have social media and you go out there and read the things that people write about others. And it's really it's really awful. We're in, we're in an awful state when it comes to that. But I can I can share with you my story because I I have gone through a phase and gone through a season where I I was able to develop more self-awareness and get to a point where I had to say, this has got to change. But I was a, a very judgmental, which is not to say I'd never judge people. I'm not going to say that, you know, I can go through a week and not have a judgment about someone else, but I am, I am aware of it. I am much more aware of it now, but I went through a period when I wasn't aware and, and that was very harmful to me. And, and I'm sad to say to others as well. But I did go through a period where I I was just judgmental. And I'm not even going to put it on 
coming up in the church. At, at one point, I thought, well, you know, this has to do with the fact that I was raised in the church. There are plenty of people who are in church who are not as judgmental as I was. And there are plenty of people who are outside of the church who are more judgmental than I was. So it's it's not just that, but th- but some of that fueled my my position and and gave me what I thought was the the right to think and to say the things that I said. And probably what was even more harmful, not just my thoughts, but it that I actually spoke some of these thoughts and shared them with others or, or said them to other people. And, and, and I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that at all. But I know, I do know that I'm not the only one who's done that, that, uh, that many of us have an issue with judgment. And what I want to, to say to everyone is there is a way out. There is a way to change. So yes, I feel like when I look back that I was more judgmental than, than other members of my family. Uh, than friends around me, that I also fell into a comparison trap. And there's something strange about about the, the way judgment works is that you, it becomes a tool to help you sort of equalize things. So you you see someone or or it, it, and you feel that that somehow by you know, applying this judgment, whether it's just in your mind or something that you actually say, helps to either bring them, up bring them down or bring you up or or something but the thing it does do really judgment says more about the person judging than the one being judged now it can it can be very hurtful and very harmful when you're on the other side of it and and you and and you can say you know, I don't I don't want to be in that environment I don't want to be around that person because you know that it feeling judged is is not a good feeling. It's just not a great thing. Now, I used to think certain things, you know, armed with a couple of Bible verses and thinking, you know, so somehow I'm justified, justified, you know, a righteous man judges all things. So I'm just going to go out there and just judge, judge, judge. Well, you know, now, you know, again, I'm not talking about not examining things to determine if they are to our own benefit. Uh, you know, not being a good judge, not being a good steward. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you look over at that person and say, mm, look at her, who does she think she is? You know, that's, that's the kind of thing. Or you read something about someone and then, you know, just d- determine they're, that person is not a good mother because their, their kid has on mismatched socks and, and you want to say something to them to make them feel that they should do better. Well, that's, that's judgment. Or you look at what someone's wearing and, you know, and you make a statement to them about, you know, about an outfit or that they may have on. That's judgment. So I, I'm talking about the, the, the downside of it. there is a downside. And I experienced that, that downside. You know, I also remember another scripture that said, you know, judge not lest ye be judged. And I thought, and, and this is when I say interpretation, my interpretation, this is my interpretation. I am not a theologist, but you know, what I, what opened up in my mind was that when I was judging others, I was doing harm to myself, doing harm to myself, because I also started thinking that other people were judging me as harshly as I was judging them, which 
might sound right to to others they say yeah that's exactly what happens no it's not always what happens it's not always what happens and this is the boomerang that's the boomerang that the judgment i threw out the judgment that i tossed out there was coming back to me in some form or another that the pain that i was dealing was coming back to me in one form or another and there's that cycle of judgment. You judge and you think others are judging you. Now, I must admit, one of the, the greatest lessons that I learned in life is that quite often people, and you might want to write this down, quite often people aren't thinking about you. Not to the degree and not as often as you think they are. And that is the truth. Now, there may be some outliers to that. But we are all absorbed in our lives, in our own business, in our own busyness, that we don't spend as much, as much time thinking about some pe people as they might think we do. And, and I was one of those people thinking, well, you know, perhaps this is, no, 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 no. People were not spending time. People aren't always thinking about you. So how, do, how does all of this turn around? So first of all, I had to recognize that judgment was a choice. It was a choice, like so many other things. See, first of all, you have to know that you can control your thoughts. You can control your speech. If, if you couldn't control your thoughts, you know, if, and me, as you know, I am a woman of faith. So I had to, to think about it. If I couldn't control my thoughts, why, why would God tell me repeatedly about my thoughts and to think on certain things and, and that the power of life and death was in the tongue? If, if it was beyond my control, why would he tell me that I needed to get control over it? So I have, first of all, had to recognize that I had the ability as long as I was living, as long as, as I was able to process mentally, emotionally, I had the ability to make choices and judgment was a choice. And then I had to recognize that, and this is, this is actually a, a quote that I read somewhere, that no judgment is worth the poison it creates, which flows through your veins, pollutes your heart and punishes your mind. Now, I, I have to apologize if, if it seems like we're just not going to have a lot of fun in this conversation today. I'm not going to talk about hairy ice cubes and all of those kinds of things. But I did want to share this because I know that there is a, a great, a, I don't want to call it a judgment epidemic, but a lot of us suffer with this. As soon as I mentioned the title to, to some few people, they thought, oh, wow, you know, you're talking about me. Well, actually, no, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking about me and what I've experienced. But if I, but if I'm able to help someone to move forward and, and move away from this very dark position, I, I would be so thrilled. I would be so thrilled. So for me, I want it to be a better example. I wanted the, the life of peace, joy, and abundance that, that I believed was, was I had access to. I wanted to have acceptable meditations. And I wanted to lead, to be on a path to, you know, as I've said, the ridiculously amazing life. So I had to 
to take time and engage in in becoming more self-aware understanding first of all what am i doing what am i saying what am i thinking who who am i what is it that i'm doing or saying what pleasure am i getting out of out of judging someone else what is that feeding in me I really had to take the time and sit with that. And it wasn't a matter of just, you know, 15 minutes and okay, answer these questions, check them off, and then we can go. That wasn't it. But it was, it, it required work and it required intention and it required the desire to move up to, as Mahalia Jackson used to say, move up a little higher, the, the old Negro spiritual. Yes, yes, yes. And then understand, learning and understanding the concept of noble intent. I I love the concept of noble intent, which really focuses on the idea that people are really trying to do the right thing. That, you know, sometimes we think people are are being malicious or, or that they're doing something to that doesn't favor us or they're trying to harm us in, in some way. Or, or I, I give you an example. When you're driving and someone wants to pull out in front of you, it, some people think that that person has their mindset on doing something negative to them. They're just trying to merge into a space so that they can keep going and get, get where they need to go safely, just like you. There's nothing nefarious going on here. But without that concept of noble intent, you think there always is. You, you, you see, you're calling someone you know, out in the open. You see someone that you know and you call their name and they don't answer you. Do you automatically think that they're ignoring you? Or perhaps maybe they have a hearing issue. You never know. You just never know. So I do believe that people have good intentions. Most people do. I believe that. And I I love the quote that says, don't, don't judge my choices if you don't understand my reasons. So all of these things combined, you know, being being aware of the boomerang, uh, knowing that people aren't always, are not always thinking about you, understanding that judgment is a choice and, and it's really, ultimately, it's not worth the damage that it can do. And examining yourself, choosing to do the right thing, and then taking a deep breath and letting yourself off the hook when you have those moments when you you go off the rails a little bit, which we all do, which we all do. But knowing that you can control your thoughts, you can control your words, and if you want better, you can do better. So I want to reflect on on the song that I think many of us know. It's called Man in the Mirror. No, I am not going to sing. <laughs> but it's, it's a Michael Jackson song. And whatever you think about Michael Jackson, we'll push that to the side. Just put a pin on that and, and push it to the or push it to the side. But it's I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. That's what I believe in. That's part of who I am. So 
I want to say thank you so much for joining me. This is Rhea, and you've been listening to the Rhea Relentless Podcast, reminding you to join me on Facebook uh, in the Rhea Relentless group. Uh, and also on Facebook, you can search for Tune In Tuesday with Laura and Rhea. And every Tuesday, my my friend, my wonderful friend and I get together and we just talk. We love to talk. We love. I, I tell her we could talk for you know, two hours about French fries. So, uh, so we have an opportunity to get together to talk about issues related to, uh, to personal growth, very similar to what I'm discussing with you today. So please... Take joy for your journey. Remember to do better, do better, and be relentless. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great morning, great afternoon, great evening. Goodbye.